Welcome to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. On the podcast, we'll talk to experts on everything from Thomasville history and events to daily operations and city business, all while having some fun in the process. We're your hosts, Austin Reams and Christy Owens. Welcome to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. This is episode one, our first episode for 2023. Happy to be back with everyone again today. And I have Austin Reams, who's our media production manager for the City of Thomasville. He's joining me today for go for co-host duties. Happy to have you with us today, Austin. Super glad to be here, Christy. It's always fun. Uh, we, we have a great guest today and just kind of uh, you know, a little bit different podcast of just kind of some procedures and behind the scenes kind of thing that we're going to have today. And I really, I really am excited to have our guest on. Yeah, actually, um, some of you are probably familiar with Austin. He's sort of the face and the voice behind a lot of different programming for the city of Thomasville. He produces a lot of local programming for our CNS Next Channel 6, some great shows like The Press Box and um, some great documentaries, Can You Not See, which was about local high school football and integration, um, and some other different documentaries. So we're, we're happy to have you here with us today, Austin, to to help out with co-hosting duties, and we're happy to have Major Wade Glover with us today from the Thomasville Police Department. Welcome, Wade. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Our topic today is actually um, something um, new, that a, a new contract that the Thomasville Police Department is is working with a new company um, to help with evidence disposal, and, and actually I heard Wade come to a recent city council meeting and was discussing this new contract and, and how that process would work. And I just kind of felt like it was a really fascinating topic and and hope that all of you listening today think so too. So we're going to jump right into it, Austin. Yeah, w- yeah Wade is, is such a cool guy. He's making evidence disposal interesting. Yes. That's how awesome <laughs> he is. And it really is like, uh, it really is kind of a neat thing that you guys are doing and just kind of a neat behind the scenes type of thing. So Give us a, a quick overview of, of you know, uh, the evidence and, and, and Thomasville Police seizing the evidence and where it goes and, and just type that, like that. And then we'll kind of work ourselves into why, why we needed this contract. Yeah. Okay, so like in most police investigations, there's some type of evidence that is either obtained, packaged, or put in a place into our evidence room. And the city of Thomasville Police Department, we only, only manage all evidence for the city of Thomasville police investigations, but for the Thomas County Sheriff's Office and for the Thomasville Thomas County Narcotics Vice Unit. We have a one-stop shop, if you will. So once that evidence is entered into our evidence room, it's, it's labeled, it's packaged, it's sorted out, it's documented and whatever, and it's retained for a certain amount of time until the courtroom, court procedure. And, and those are very strict procedures laid out by the law. Absolutely. And, and if you don't follow those uh, criminals can get off. That, exactly. You can, can we've get had away with, 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 with stuff if you don't do it right. Yeah, we've had several of those incidents happen throughout our nation where evidence yeah. was not properly managed and was not allowed in the court proceedings, and therefore that, that case was either dismissed or the defendant got yeah. off. The highest profile being probably the, the O.J. Simpson case. Exactly, probably. exactly. There exactly. was a lot of questions, and, and that's that's part of the process. Yeah, so. and anyway, a fascinating discussion of this, so I don't, I don't want to get us too off topic, but back on to, to evidence processing and how that, how that goes. So once we complete or the case is completed through the criminal proceeding or criminal procedure process, a court process, then there is a certain amount of time, what we call a retention schedule. Based on the crime, it can be, the evidence has to be retained for four years or some has to be retained for two years. Once that retention schedule is met, 
then we can go through what we call the disposal process. We can get rid of it because we are limited space at the police department, the evidence room as, as it is. So we have a great conduit for putting the evidence in. What we lack in is the ability and the actual getting it disposed of and getting rid of it to, to give us more room because unfortunately we get cases every day. We average about five to 6,000 pieces of evidence annually. So you can imagine that's a, that's a daunting task. Yeah. DL, and, and like you said, you mentioned it's, it's not just evidence that you're collecting, you know, city of Thomasville police department evidence. It's also for the county you mentioned and the drug squad. Exactly. So it's three different entities that you're having to store and maintain this, <clears throat> excuse me, evidence for. And how big of a room, which may be a silly question, but is it a room at the police department? Is it a storage unit? Like where are you housing all of this evidence? The, the actual evidence room is at the police department, the sheriff's office at the, at the justice center. It's about a 10 by 15 room. And we have shelving on, on each side of it and it's stacked to the, to the ceiling. And it's not that we're not getting rid of it, disposing it. It's just you have to... Those are the laws. Yeah, yeah those are the no. laws we have to follow. But once we get that retention schedule met and we can dispose of it, then that, again, is another daunting process to get rid of it. There is a process the law says that you have to check it off. You have to make sure it's there. And you have to get approval through your superior court system in order to, to approve the dispose of it. That's no longer needed. And once that, and that, that within itself is, again, a very daunting, daunting task because you got to comprise a list and things like that. You have to verify. It's a verification process. You have to verify that this is the same stuff that was entered and now it's got to be destroyed and or disposed of. So tell me about now this, now we come to uh, what you went to before to counsel this approval, this contract to help you guys dispose of evidence. Tell me about this. Okay. So propertyroom.com is a company that just does exactly what we ask them to do is come and help us dispose of it. Once we get an approval for, for being disposed of, they will come and they will collect whatever we decide to give them to dispose of. So if it, whether it be a gun, uh, items such as construction tools, lawnmowers, bicycles, whatever the case may be, whatever we have got in place for disposal, they will come collect these items and they will take it back to their company or their, their, their district or wherever they're at, and they'll either you know, refurbish these things and then place them on their website, and you can actually go online and you can bid for these items. Uh, obviously, narcotics is not one of those. They don't go <laughs> through right. this process. There but, we go. I'm glad yeah, you thought of that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, guns, um, you know, bicycles, computers, t televisions, and, and we gather a lot of these items, and, and, and people just don't simply, they don't record their serial numbers, so... We try to return it to the rightful owner, but if we can't do that, then it becomes an issue of found property. Yeah. And so then we, and we have to have to retain it for a certain amount of time, and then we give it back to this company, and then they'll take it and they'll either refurbish it and they'll try to sell it. So, so what? So what? Right now, the process that you have in place. Let's say you've acquired some drugs, and you're the time has passed now, and you're able to get rid of those. What is what is the process as far as getting rid of something like drugs that you may have in your yeah, possession? So in years past, we would take them to our landfill, and we'd dig this monstrosity of a hole, and we'd bury them way down in, 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 in there. But that has since changed. Now, through, through you know, new resources and tools and things like that, we, we go to an agency close to us, and we burn it through an incinerator. Okay. And so that makes the process a whole lot simpler, safer, easier, and it yeah. eliminates but, the fact somebody can go out and dig those things up and bad if they wanted to. But what about something like guns? How how do y'all dispose of guns right now? So there's one or two ways that you can dispose of guns. Uh, by Georgia law, you cannot uh, destroy a weapon if it's in good working condition. So that either has to be sold to a legal uh, a gun owner, 
or has to be disposed of and be torn up or busted up if it's not in working order. So if it's been altered or like the, 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 the barrel sawed off, that's altered altered gun, so we can actually destroy that. This gun has, I mean, this, I'm sorry, this company has a, a gun-eating machine, if you want to call it such. Yeah. I don't know what the actual name of it is, but you can put that gun in there and it just grind it up and dispose of it and it's no longer... No longer yeah. seen or heard of again, and it's documented, and and they ensure that all that is you know put in place. If it ever comes back, and says, well, this gun was found or whatever. Well, no, we we ground this gun up at, at whatever propertyroom.com location. Yeah. Go from there. And the cool thing about uh, propertyroom.com is that um, they share the profits with you guys on things that they you know on on things they sell, right? Exactly. For so for easy simple math, if they sell a weed here for hundred bucks and whatever, and once it costs. We get fifty percent of that, and so if and so actually we're actually making money off of it, as opposed to it costing us money to get to get it disposed of. Yeah, and, and that money goes to it goes back into the evidence uh, room management tool because there's always supplies that we have to have bags and things like that that we have to properly mark these things. You know, um, there's there's a lot more to the evidence procedures than just putting it in a room. You, know, you got to make sure it's climate controlled. You got to put certain evidence in certain areas that's got double, that's double locked and things like that. Um, it's just so many things that people don't realize that has to be done when you're managing an evidence, and that is a very, very critical task. Because as we spoke of earlier, if it's not managed correctly, not packaged correctly, and not kept correctly, and something happens to it, then it cannot be, you know. Uh, entered into evidence as, as, as a criminal trial. And so if that evidence can't be entered, then that piece of evidence that no longer can be used against the defendant, then there's a good shot they can, or a good chance they could get off of that crime. So what um, what kind of procedures would be in place um, with this new contract with propertyroom.com? Let's say the period of time has lapsed now. You can get rid of you know some guns that you have. When you give those to them, I'm guessing there's some sort of inventory that they they do. So let's say, how do you prove, I guess, that they have sold those and they're not taking the profit for themselves in, instead of splitting it with you? What are the checks and balances that may be in place to prevent something like that from happening and, and y'all not getting the 50-50 property? Yeah, that, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty simple process. I mean, we have a whole list of things that we provide to them. We maintain copies of that, what we provide to them. They keep a copy, we keep a copy, and they it's on their website. And it's a very attractive system. We, we have administrative rights to their system. So if an item that we gave them at sales, then we know how much it sold for. I got gotcha. you. So everything's in it's, it's our, And they're very transparent. This company's very, very good. They're well-known, and they do a lot of evidence management for a lot of agencies around here, Tallahassee Police Department being one of them. So, And the beauty of that is we have the say-so of what we actually bet and what we give them to, to sell on the website. So if we have a, a, a bunch of guns that may bring more money than we were to sell them online or you know, whatever, we, we can do that. We have that option. Okay. You know, so that makes sense. We, well, and we don't necessarily have to give these. It's not yeah, required. Yeah, it's, it's all up to us. We, we, have the, you know, we have the control on that. Yeah, but you definitely wouldn't want to find out that you'd given a lot of evidence to a company and then yeah. they, oh, we didn't sell anything. And you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, so yeah, there's, there's got to be something there in place, yeah, which is yeah. good to know that there is. And in that contract that we just recently signed, the mayor signed, actually signed it yesterday after, after they voted unanimously to get it Monday night at city council meeting. Um, it's in there. It stipulates everything. How, the documentation. They do an outstanding job documenting. We we've done some research and done some good thorough, you know, vetting and looking at this company before we just went to it. And it's going to really, really help our evidence disposal process be more efficient. Uh, and not only in the fact of the, the proper documentation, but it's going to help our evidence custodian who we only have one doing yeah. that. 
it's going to help her and in, in, in her endeavor as far as getting this, these things disposed of. Yeah. Do you have any maybe um, interesting items that you could share with us that maybe the police department has seized from some sort of crime that we may be surprised to find out you had to take into the evidence room? Well, um, we had a bunch of uh, signs. We had some juveniles several years ago decided we want to steal a bunch of county road, road signs. Mm -hmm. And so we had like 300 signs that we had put in there, and then we had to <laughs> photograph them all. And so we took them back to the county, the, the county out there, and let them put them back up, stealing stop signs. And that's a that's a pretty significant crime if you think about it. And you go on the road and you're not familiar with the area. There's there stop signs standing there, and then you don't exactly. realize it. So, yeah. but yeah, that's one of them. And then we had one, one back when we had a lot of precious metal, you know, everything being stolen from conduit, wiring, and things like that. They stole a bunch of stuff off the at the grave sites at the Laurel Hill Cemetery. They were taking and steal these things. And so when we finally located the suspect, he had a bunch of stuff in his backyard that was taken off of people's graves and things like that. So we had to bring that in and document it and all that, make it package, make sure it's packaged. And then we didn't send it to propertyroom.com. We actually yeah, we, yeah. we gave it back to the rightful owner, and that's Obviously. what we want to do. We really want to yeah. do. We really want to give this these items back to the rightful yeah. owner. And that's and another thing that takes time. It takes time exactly, and resources to get that exactly. back to the rightful owner. Yeah. Yes, and I think I, that's interesting to note, too. If you can identify, I guess, who, who the owner is of, of that property, you do try to give it back mm -hmm. to them. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the very first thing that we do. You know, but when, when we have, like, TVs and computers and a lot of construction hand tools, like the Walsh Group, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever the name brand is, People just don't take those serial numbers down. Yeah, so we yeah. may have, and, and we may have eight or ten of them in one case. And what happens a lot of time is, um, we have our you know, known drug houses, and if the, and if the narcotics buy unit does a search warrant there, and they make an arrest in the back room is a lot of these houses is a room full of TVs and computers mm -hmm. and drills and mowers and stuff that some of these drug users have stolen from somebody, and traded for a narcotic. And what happens is they don't. Nobody records their serial numbers, so there's no way to say, well, this is your lawnmower, this is your drill, this is your TV, whatever. And then after a while, it gets to the point where we can no longer find mm -hmm. a rifle owner. Then that's where propertyroom.com comes right. in. They'll take it and go from there. That's right. neat. Well, Wade, thank you. Uh, you know, um, thank you for what you do. Um, you know, you you've had a you know you continue to have a great law enforcement career. Uh, you know, you guys and your your selfless service embody what Team Thomasville is all about. And uh, even, you know, for those who don't know Wade, even behind the scenes and, and doing stuff in the community, you know, Wade's going to hurt me for saying this, but he does a lot of cool stuff behind the scenes for this community and, and disembody what um, Thomasville Police and City of Thomasville is all about. So uh, thank you for what you do. Thanks for being here and um, just, uh, just a fun discussion about uh, evidence today. Thank you so much, Austin, and I truly love what I do, and um, and we are blessed, and I am particularly blessed to be part of such a great organization and a great community. Yeah. And it shows, so that's, that's neat. Yeah, it does. Thank you, Wade, and I do want to close us out with a couple of announcements. Um, our Black History Parade and Celebration is coming up on February the 4th. That's a great event in downtown Thomasville. It starts with a parade at 10 o'clock, followed by a 
pretty large celebration down at the Ritz Amphitheater. Um, we're going to have a live music, um, different school groups will be performing. We'll have a step show. I think we're going to have a drumline performance. So a lot will be taking place in downtown Thomasville on February the 4th. So mark your calendars for that. And also we've had a lot of questions about our first Friday concert series. And actually we take a break in the months of January and February for those events, and they will start back again in March. So we'll be announcing the band lineups um, in February for those events. So stay tuned for more information about that. Yeah, and those uh, for those interested, those applications, uh, a lot of our event stuff apply first online. So if you want to be a vendor for, for something or anything like that, apply online is the first first step. Is that right, right Christy? Right, thomasvillega.com. If you, if you visit that website, you can um, find all the applications at Austinstead if you want to be in the parade or if you want to be a food vendor for that Black History celebration and event. So just check the website for more information. The Black History Parade is always fun. It's a neat event. I invite everybody... Um, um, the Black History Committee is always very, we, very we active, want every yeah. very active, awesome committee. Do, they do a great job and they, they want um, the whole community to show up. So it, it's a really fun event. But uh, uh, Christy, it was uh, fun doing this. Again, thanks to Wade and thanks for everybody for joining us. Uh, you, we had a good time and uh, we just want you to subscribe on your favorite or least favorite listening app, whichever app you use, <laughs> subscribe. Uh, do it multiple times uh, if, if you need to, but uh Thanks for listening, and uh, we uh, hope to join you next time. You've been listening to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. The show is produced by Christy Owens. The editor and sound technician is Austin Reams. The show's music is by Pond5.com and Envato Elements. To learn more about the City of Thomasville, visit thomasville.org or follow us on Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening app so you won't miss an episode. Thank you for listening.